RTHK, the news at 11 with Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. The National People's Congress Standing Committee rules that the Chief Executive or the Committee on Safeguarding National Security, which the CE heads, has the power to decide whether or not a foreign lawyer can take part in a national security trial. South Korea says it will impose COVID testing requirements on travellers from China and passenger flights from Hong Kong to Sapporo, Fukuoka and Okinawa in Japan have resumed. The country's top legislature has passed an interpretation of Hong Kong's national security law, clarifying that the courts need approval to allow foreign lawyers to take part in national security cases here. As Damon Pang reports, the National People's Congress Standing Committee ruled that the Chief Executive, or the Committee on Safeguarding National Security which the CE heads, must give such authorization. Last month, John Lee asked the NPCSC to clarify whether overseas lawyers without full qualifications here can participate in national security trials. This came after local courts ruled against the government in allowing British lawyer Tim Owen represent former media tycoon Jimmy Lai in his security trial. The NPCSC has now ruled that such matters may cause national security risks and directed local courts to seek certificates from the CE to allow overseas lawyers to take part. It says the Committee on Safeguarding National Security, which is chaired by the chief executive, can also decide on such matters. Chief Executive John Lee, for his part, welcomed the decision and thanked the MPCSC for its interpretation. He says the interpretation clarified the principles of the national security law, adding that the SAR administration will steadfastly uphold national security to ensure the stability of one country, two systems. Mr Lee says he will decide whether to certify the involvement of overseas lawyers in security cases based on the facts and information available to him. He also stressed that the interpretation isn't just about Jimmy Lai's case. So it is principle, it is not case, that the interpretation deals with. So it will be up to Hong Kong to make use of Article 14 and Article 47 to deal with the case concerned. That means the Hong Kong National Security Committee will have to examine the issues and then make a judgment and make a decision as to how this matter will be addressed. The judiciary says it respects the lawful exercise of power by the MPCSC to make the legally binding interpretation. In the statement, it says in exercising its independent judicial power, it will impartially perform its judicial functions and handle cases involving national security accordingly. South Korea says it will impose COVID testing requirements on travellers from China and insisted that flights from China land only at Incheon Airport. South Korea joins other countries such as the US, Japan and India in imposing new border measures after Beijing's decision to lift COVID policies. Aina Tangan, senior fellow at the Taihe Institute and the chairman of Asia Narratives, called them hypocritical. These are all countries that were complaining just uh, at the end of November that uh, China should open up and that it was hampering economic activity. Now, um, you know, just a few weeks later, they're saying um, that they want to reverse that and that they need to protect their people. That's understandable, but it is it does sound a little hypocritical at this point. A coronavirus that's existing in China, and there's about four variants that they've established, uh, the, these have been uh, around for a long time. They've swept through uh, all of these nations that are now imposing these uh, restrictions. So it does sound very, very political. 
Meanwhile, passenger flights from Hong Kong to Sapporo, Fukuoka and Okinawa were able to resume today after Japanese authorities eased restrictions that limited arrivals to four airports. People flying to the three new destinations must not have been to the mainland within the previous seven days. Japan's move to limit flights from the mainland, Macau and Hong Kong, has led to a series of flight cancellations and caused confusion for travellers. Ethan, who set off for Okinawa from Hong Kong this morning, says he's happy to be travelling after it looked like the trip would be called off. Really happy. I'm very thankful um, that the Japanese government sorted it out for us. And yeah, hoping we're going to have a fun adventure. <laughs> we put so much effort into this trip. I don't know what will happen if it gets cancelled again. To the weather forecast, it'll be fine and dry and rather cool tomorrow morning with a minimum temperature of about 13 degrees in town, a few degrees lower in the new territories. The top temperature will be about 19 degrees. Currently 15 degrees, humidity 59%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Health officials have reported 27,830 new COVID cases, 946 of them imported. 72 more patients with COVID have died. A KMV bus driver has been jailed for three and a half years over a fatal crash in Taiwan in November last year. Vanessa Cheng has more details. The defendant, 59-year-old Wang Wenkeng, earlier admitted to one count of dangerous driving causing death and a charge of dangerous driving causing grievous bodily harm. In sentencing, Deputy District Court Judge Marinda Chow said she believed the KMB driver was dozing off right before the bus crashed into a concrete curb in Taiwan as surveillance footage showed him nodding and shaking his head repeatedly for about 16 seconds. The judge pointed out that, while Wong had been a bus driver for 18 years and had a clear record, a deterrent sentence was necessary because he had endangered the lives of those on board and caused trauma to the family of the deceased passenger. Wong was also disqualified from driving for five years. The police say they believe a haul of more than 400 kilograms of suspected cocaine was smuggled into Hong Kong by traffickers intent on making bumper profits by selling it to New Year revelers. They've called on members of the public, especially the young, to avoid drugs during the holidays. The force says most of the haul was hidden underground in Yunlong. Five people were arrested on suspicion of trafficking in what officers say is the biggest cocaine bust of the year. Ng Ka Lun is a senior inspector in the Narcotics Bureau. We believe that it is the intent of the drug syndicate to, to take the opportunity of the coming um, New Year uh, ho- holidays and the Chinese New Year holidays as well as the pro- possibly the Easter holidays and um, taking this opportunity to enhance their sales of, um, of drugs and therefore uh, they smuggled uh, the cocaine in bulk into Hong Kong and with an attempt to um, try to increase their sales and therefore gaining greater profits. And police say they're anticipating the biggest New Year's Eve gatherings in years tomorrow after more COVID restrictions, including a limit on public gatherings, were withdrawn. Roads closures will be in place in Central, Wan Chai and at the peak, as well as on the Kowloon Harbour front from tomorrow afternoon until Sunday morning. Ho Kam Yi is an acting superintendent from the traffic unit. We have conducted a risk assessments and we will deploy uh, sufficient manpower in accordance to the number of people in different areas. We will also have road closures so that uh, we can maintain public safety, public order, so that the, the public can enjoy this festive season in a safe and orderly manner. 
The union representing Cathay Pacific cabin crews says it's issuing an ultimatum to management with members ready to act during next month's Lunar New Year holidays if concerns about pay and working conditions are not addressed. The union says airline bosses have refused to act for almost a year. Its vice chairman, Grace Liu, says the type of action taken will depend on the airline's response, but it could include a work-to-rule with inevitable effects on passengers. As cabin crew professional, we do have work ethic. That's why we used to boost up our speed and then maximize our level to help the company to finish everything before the time limit ends. That's why, but under this situation, under work to rule, under our fatigue body situation, we couldn't handle that anymore. So we have to follow everything under work to rule condition. That might cause, obviously, the delay of the flight. Cathay has yet to respond but said earlier it had offered staff a pay rise and had resolved most of the union's concerns about the rosters. The MTR Corporation says test runs on the long-suspended high-speed rail line to the mainland will begin next week, with tickets to go on sale three days before passenger services begin. Its head of cross-boundary operations, Chen Chi Kung, says tests will allow staff to familiarise themselves with the line, which hasn't operated since 2020 because of the pandemic. The exact reopening date is awaiting a government announcement, but Mr Cheung says the corporation is preparing for the expected return of mainland visitors next month, including by increasing service frequencies on other lines and deploying more staff. When the border first reopens, we will increase manpower to make sure the operation is smooth. We will provide appropriate assistance to passengers. After all, services have been suspended for a while. They may need some help when they cross the border. The government says it expects to beat its target for new private homes this financial year by 25%, with about 16,000 flats completed. The development chief, Bernadette Lin, gave the news as she announced that the administration would offer a residential site in Chunwan and a commercial site in Mong Kok for tender before the financial year ends. The sales come with flat prices at their lowest in more than five years, but the minister says raising money isn't the point. We should not be constrained by prevailing economic situation or concern about government not being able to fetch a high land premium for individual sites. This is because when we want to achieve a certain policy objective, whether we can fetch a high land premium is not the determining factor. The policy objective of providing land in a continuous and sustained manner is the primary policy objective. Overseas, a military court in Myanmar has found the jailed democratically elected leader Aung San Suu Kyi guilty on five counts of corruption in the latest of a series of trials. The Nobel Peace Prize winner, who's 77, has been convicted of every charge levelled against her, including breaching the Official Secrets Act and sedition. Campaign groups have dismissed the proceedings as a sham. Phil Robertson is the Deputy Director of the Asia Division of Human Rights Watch. The verdict means that Aung San Suu Kyi is going to be behind bars probably for the rest of her life. This latest seven-year addition comes to a cumulative 33 years against her, counting up all the various different charges and cases. So Chi is now ultimately uh, a, a hostage. She is uh, returned to her uh, previous role in the 1990s as uh, a hostage for democracy. 
To sports, where Brazil has declared three days of mourning for Pelé, for many the world's greatest ever footballer, who's died in Sao Paulo at the age of 82. Pelé played in Hong Kong several times in the early 1970s, most notably delighting local fans with a 15-minute hat-trick for his Brazilian team Santos against Newcastle United in 1972. Scotsman Derek Curry moved to Hong Kong as a professional footballer when he was told he'd have the chance to play against the Brazilian. Curry, one of the stars of Hong Kong football's golden era in the 70s, went on to play against Pelé no fewer than five times. The Hong Kong public knew of Pelé and how good he was, after, particularly after the 1970 World Cup. It was still fresh in their minds. So obviously when they came in 1970, they were all clambered for tickets to watch him and it was just a wonderful, wonderful atmosphere to go on the field. Top football leagues have announced their plans to pay tributes to Pelé. There'll be a minute's applause before games in the English Premier League and players will wear black armbands. In La Liga in Spain, there'll be a minute's silence to honour Pelé, the only man to have won the World Cup three times. FIFA, world football's governing body, has lowered all flags at its headquarters in Zurich. To other football news now and a look ahead at what's in store in the Premier League this weekend, here's the BBC's John Bennett. Second place, Manchester City play before leaders Arsenal this weekend in the Premier League, so they have a chance to cut the gap at the top, at least temporarily, to two points. Man City are at home to struggling Everton, who lost 2-1 to Wolves on Monday, to pile the pressure on their manager Frank Lampard. Erling Haaland goes into the match full of confidence for City after becoming the fastest player to score 20 Premier League goals this week. As for first-placed Arsenal, they travel to Brighton in the late game on Saturday. Arsenal beat West Ham in their first Premier League match back after the World Cup, putting in a very impressive second-half performance. But they won't be underestimating Brighton, who are having a great season. They're seventh after a convincing 3-1 victory over Southampton on Boxing Day. Elsewhere, Newcastle boss Eddie Howe says he doesn't mind if the Newcastle fans dream about the club winning the Premier League this season. They're just seven points behind Arsenal going into the game against Leeds United. Meanwhile, Manchester United continue their push to try to get back into the top four when they face Wolves, who have won both of their matches so far under new manager Julian Lopetegui. And the Indian cricketer Rishabh Pant is being treated in hospital in the northern city of Dehradun after a road accident. Officials said Pant, who's the wicketkeeper of India's national team, suffered cuts to his forehead and other injuries when his Mercedes crashed into a barrier. A reminder of our top story tonight, the National People's Congress Standing Committee rules that the Chief Executive or the Committee on Safeguarding National Security, which the CE heads, has the power to decide whether or not a foreign lawyer can take part in a national security trial. The news from RTHK. RTHK, Radio 3. Shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains Mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear At twilight time And a very good evening to you. Thanks for sticking around and tuning into Twilight Time, the very last one of 2022. As usual, 45 minutes of music just to chill and relax to. If you'd like a song, it's radiopete at gmail. 
Good old selection for you between now and midnight, and that includes a song featuring Cliff Richard and Matt Monroe. Do I let myself worry? 